What's up, guys? Bon Jones is back. Two pods in one day. Wow, so there obviously has to be a very special reason why I have decided to plug in, turn on, and open my mouth twice in one day. I guess that means that I've got something to say. Is it important? I don't know. It's important that I get it off my chest and not go uh, all postal on the woman next door. Yes, Karen lives next door to me. Welcome to the Karen Chronicles. <laughs> Hello and welcome. We should call this Perspectives Unleashed, the podcast where we dive deep into social behaviors and explore the complexities of human interaction. And today, we're going to tackle a topic that has generated a lot of buzz and controversy. The phenomenon of Karens and their entitled behavior. <laughs> yes. Karen lives right next door. It's not even that Heffa's house. She just rents. No knock on a renter. Just saying. So now before we begin, I want to make it clear that the term Karen has become a popular label used to describe a certain type of behavior, often associated with entitled and demanding women. However, it's important to remember that generalizations can, of course, and almost always are misleading. Not all women who exhibit assert assertive behavior should be labeled as a Karen. And it's crucial to approach this topic with sensitivity and fairness. Two things I don't have in abundance when it comes to dealing with nonsensical behavior, but I will do my best. I will do my best. I need water. I'm thirsty. It's hot outside. So, what exactly is a Karen? Maybe you don't know what a Karen is. Maybe you're like, what is he talking about? Or get on with it. That's usually what I'm thinking. When I'm listening to somebody prattle on, I'm like, oh, get to the point. Get to the meat. Don't worry, I'm going to get to the meat. I have to ease into my job sometimes, you guys. Come on. Because I have a, a habit of just impulsive behavior where I'll just say what pops into my brain and that's not always an idyllic situation when it comes to something that's documented like a podcast where people will go back and say oh you want to run for mayor I remember what you said about Karens so this term has evolved in recent years originating from online communities and memes it's typically used to describe an individuals regardless of gender which I mean, we'll just leave that one alone. But who display entitled, demanding, and often confrontational behavior in public settings, usually in public. So if it's behind, you know, low-key, behind closed doors, are they just a Karen still, or are they just... 
a female dog that we don't call women anymore because it's 2023. We need a better. We need to do better. So I won't say that. Because what did Janice Jackson say to Tupac? If I'm a bitch, yo mama's a bitch. Bitch. <laughs> anyway. While it's easy to dismiss Karens as simply obnoxious or problematic, it's important to understand the underlying facts. Well, the underlying factors, really. I don't know if they're facts, but these are factors. I don't know what their issues are. But there are these factors that obviously contribute to their behavior. So like any stereotype, the Karen archetype oversimplifies complex human experiences, right? And then fails to acknowledge the nuances of each individual's life. It's vital to approach this topic with empathy and recognize that there may be a deeper reason behind their actions. I figured it out. That's why I decided to podcast. I think this particular Karen that I'm on the mics talking about today, she is a loser in life. I'm not trying to be mean. These are the, the conclusions that I've drawn about this specific person. Maybe she's got some other issues. I don't know. I don't care. The issue is the petty behavior. And it's directed in my in my uh, direction. Directed in my direction? <laughs> so to me, I analyze what I see. I take from what I know from previous experiences. I, you know, come to a conclusion. This is why I think you behave this way. You are getting dog walked by life. You're divorced, which man, I'm divorced, which many people are. You've got three kids. Only one lives with her for some reason, which is usually a red flag when a woman doesn't have custody of her children. But she doesn't work, so she's there. The husband's probably like, this isn't a suitable environment. But the son's there, and he's the youngest, so I don't know. Why a little boy would be raised by a woman when he has an opportunity to be raised by the man, beyond me. You can't teach a boy how to become a man. You're a woman. You're not, you're not a man. And we're not getting into this whole gender argument. That's a different podcast, you guys. Go argue and yell with somebody else that'll have that debate with you. I won't do it. You know what I'm trying to say, okay? Don't be a social justice warrior. So I think now this woman is just like, hey, well, I'm going to do these things because they make me feel like I'm winning. I'm going to take this parking spot, even though we're leaving to go out of town and you just moved your car to go do whatever. I'm going to pull my car forward 10 feet and into the spot that you just left in a different car. She's got two cars like me. I've got more than one car. So I'm like, let me go wash this one and, you know, give the battery a run because it's been sat for a minute. She was in my blocking my driveway. So I can't get out if I wanted to. I could. Hey, can you move your car? Why bother? That's it. Why engage in the petty Olympics with this petty ass person that lives lives behind me? You don't do it. So I just left. While she's loading up her car, she went over there and moved her. It's not even on the same street. You can't even see where my car is parked. It's on the next street. Like she walked over there and was like, oh, and moved the car. 
<laughs> so stupid. And it's like, I'm not bothered by it because it's not assigned parking. One, two, I can park anywhere. Doesn't mean anything. But it's like it's a it's a petty move. And it's it's so stupid that she feels like she just flexed on me and I'm laughing. Cause you just gave me content. I'm making money off your stupidity. My windows are open, so I'm hoping she can hear me, but I know she's gone, so maybe she came back because she forgot to turn the oven off or something. Because now I'm being petty. <laughs> but in an appropriate environment, my studio, on my microphone, on my podcast, to my audience. Not in public, to people that I have to deal with on a less than personal level, right? Anyway, so... Karens, there's various theories uh, as to why certain individuals exhibit entitled behavior. We did a pod, a topic earlier on today's pod. I'm going to post this one tomorrow. So we'll call this one yesterday's, we'll say yesterday's pod, not today's pod. Let me spread out the content just a little bit. Maybe I'll calm down after just saying and recording all this and I won't even post this. Kind of like how when you just write, write out a letter and you feel better about that girl that dumped you. And you beg her to just talk, and she's just like, I have nothing to say to you. She doesn't sound like that. If she did, gosh. Anyway, social justice warriors do not at me for saying that a woman can't sound like that. Anyway, I digress. So, It could stem from feelings, I guess. Like I did say, powerlessness in the other areas of their lives or a need to exert control over their immediate environment. Put your mask on! Why are you killing everybody? Shut up. Wear your mask and don't worry about it. Right? And I'm not, again, this isn't a mask debate, you guys. I've got masks. I just threw a bunch of masks away because I'm like, hopefully won't need these again. Turn on the internet. A new COVID strain is uh, stronger than ever. They're coming for us again. Get ready for more lockdowns. Who's got ADHD? Not me. I'll stay on topic, I promise. <laughs> if I write the shows, then I don't start deviating from my points and going down all these side roads that don't take me to the right destination. Well, they'll all get me there, but it's a long drive. We're almost out of gas. So it's also possible that societal pressures and expectations play a role as well. However, it's important to remember that these are general observations and they're not applicable to every situation, right? Each person is unique and their behavior is influenced by a multitude of factors. I said that at the top of the pod. So how do we address the issues of entitled behavior without perpetrating stereotypes? or unfairly labeling individuals. First and foremost, we should strive for understanding and empathy. It's crucial to recognize that everyone has their own struggles and challenges. By approaching these situations with an open mind, I'm going to sexy voice. Sorry, I don't, I don't want to lose you. We can foster more productive and compassionate conversations, right? Additionally, educated and self-awareness are key by examining our own biases and preconceived notions we can become more conscious of how we perceive and interact with other people engaging in respectful dialogue and seeking diverse perspectives can help broaden our understanding of different behaviors and motivations 
I remember the guy next door to me, which is a shame he's leaving. He's getting married. He's getting married to a woman from Royal Oak, Michigan, which is where I used to live before I moved to L.A. and then the U.K., which is totally random. But good for him that he's getting married. But I'm going to have a new neighbor soon, early next year, which might mean another move for me because why? Maybe she'll team. Maybe she's, she'll be. Maybe they will be a Karen and team up with Karen next door. Oh, God. Flanked by Karens. Woo! <laughs> that would be crazy. That would not be idyllic. Anyway, I don't want to keep you guys long. I just wanted to come and vent about this Karen situation. It's like, I remember once I had a package and I knew she had it. I, I freaking knew it. But I'm like, I'm not going to go over there and get it. I know she's got it. I mean, she, she can just put it on my on my front door. Put it in my mailbox. It gets delivered. Stuff gets delivered to her house by mistake, right? And I know once they delivered something to her, and I was just like, I'm not going to get it. Because I know she's, she acts real funky. So it's like, I'm, I'm not doing it, bro. That thing sat over there for weeks, and she never brought it over. The first item. Eventually, I broke down because I needed it for my podcast. It was a piece of tech. I was like, God, you lousy heifer. <laughs> She's just like, I'm not bringing it. And the one time I signed for something, of course, they let you know your package is here. Well, they didn't do that with me because they just took it to the wrong place. So I would have had no clue that my stuff was at her house if I didn't just guess. Was she going to bring it? That's why I waited. No, she's not. She's basically stolen my stuff, right? Because if you knowingly take in somebody else's packages and you keep it, and obviously there's been no notation left at my house, your, your package is at this address, you've stolen my stuff. And it's happened more than once. Anyway. So as a society, we can work towards creating an environment that encourages empathy, respect, and understanding by promoting inclusivity and tolerance. Tolerance. That's an interesting word. I hate that word. Tolerance. I don't hate it, but it doesn't feel like it fits when it's being used like this. Because if you tolerate something, you'll, you'll put up with it just enough to not lose your cool. Right? If you're like, all right, I'll tolerate, I can't tolerate much more of this, right? I'm going to lose my shit and somebody's going to get the shit slapped out of them any minute now. Say something else. Say something else, right? We can help reduce the instances of confrontational behavior and foster healthier interactions among other people. I mean, we should just be able to. I think this world has gotten impossibly complicated for no reason. I don't understand where these people get this feeling where they should just be held aloft like some sort of He-Man sword. And they think that they're the light. <laughs> I don't even look at people in this town now. Like where I live in a small town. And you can tell the fake smiles. There's like two other black guys in this whole town. One's got long dreadlocks, and I don't know who the other guy is, but apparently he looks like me, according to this girl from the gym I work at, or work out at. 
but she's a young teenage girl. And she, I'm like, how many black people have you even had interactions with? You're from this town. <laughs> you probably like thought he was me for real. Anyway, I don't know why I'm even telling you all this. None of this matters. None of it matters. If you see a Karen run, if you're a Karen, you know, fix yourself. Stop thinking that the world revolves around you. I had a Karen in the last place I lived in, in Ascot. We were in lockdown. I'm listening to loud music in my my little space because I'm working out at home because everything's closed. This woman comes knocking on my door. I don't know what it was acceptable where you were before, but this is not. You need to turn that down. Older lady. She's well in her 60s, right? And I'm just like, is this woman serious? And I, t- I sat there and I let her vent. And I'm like, yeah, hey, all right, sorry. I didn't realize it was that loud. And she's still going. I go, all right. <laughs> and I just shut the door in her face because she wouldn't shut up. So then she sends an email to the lady that I was renting from. And then all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy now. Because I wouldn't stand there and let this woman berate me because she felt entitled to come over and tell me what to do. Lady, you have no authority over what takes place in my house. You're an old lady that lives next door. And don't talk about what was acceptable at the last place I lived in because the house that I lived in was in the same estate as Elton John's old house. And Vladimir Putin's daughter lives there. That should tell you where I used to live. So don't try to act like I'm some low-budget mother sucker, all right? You're the low-budget one, and I'm only putting up with this because I have to. I don't want to live in the space, and no longer do I live there. I was there temporarily, but she thought she knew something. She knows nothing. She has a tiny life and a little tiny little space of land, and anything that encroaches on the ambiance that is her life She's going to let you know about it. And she's going to think that she can come and tell you what to do. And that's not right, guys. You're allowed to ask me, can you turn your music down? Will you turn your music down? The music's kind of loud. Would you mind? Or it would be great if you would. Anything. But you don't come and tell me what to do. I'm a grown man. At that time, I was like 47 years old. 46, something like that. 47 I'm not 15 I'm not 20 you don't tell me what to do you're not my mom anyway I'm over that I'm over it all none of it means anything to me it's just like I'm just I don't understand why people think they should believe uh, they believe that we should do whatever they tell you to do what's gonna happen during the next lockdown of the pandemic side of the game where we're just forced to do stuff and then people are you better comply or I'm calling the police because you're having a picnic (laughs) shut the front door knock it off that concludes the day's (laughs) second episode of Perspectives Unleashed (laughs) remember it's important to approach the topic of Karen's and entitled behavior with nuance, empathy and an open mind let's strive to create a world where understanding and respect reign supreme.
Thanks for joining me today. It's Vaughn Joseph. Follow me at uh, V3TV UK if you're on Instagram, Twitter. That's where you can find me not posting stuff or at the weird news with a Z. Have a great week. And um, if you see a Karen, tell her I said smack. <laughs> Don't go assaulting people, guys. Stop it. Stop.